welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host, Borg Daddy. Good, good evening, Borg. Good evening. How are we doing? I'm a little frustrated because I can't find you on Twitch. It's really, really frustrating. But, I found us that, on Twitch. Really? It's it's showing up for you? Live channels. Mm-hmm. Come on, where is it? Where is the Hunter's Hub? That was <gasps> there not it is. fun. Perfect. Okay. Great. And then, oh, no, no, no. Chat only. Ah! Good fucking god. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then also, Pan, how you doing? Doing great. I just uh, told the Discord we're live, so let's get going. I'm also going to send it to Twitter. Yeah. Oh, no. I haven't maximized the stream yet. There we go. <laughs> I keep showing the Discord sometimes. <laughs> I'm bad about that. I'm real bad. Yeah. Um... I should not be a Twitch streamer, right? Um, throw that phone away. All right, so nice. we're gonna we're gonna be talking about our monster of the week first. Uh, but little little recap before we're gonna be talking about monster of the week. As always, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about Rise. We're gonna announce tonight's winner of the uh, digital deluxe edition, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll get details to you how to get that code to you. Um, welcome. Welcome, Cloud. And oh, should I have not done that? Anyways, um, and um, I'm sure he likes it. You know, being acknowledged—that's a good thing. Nice. Awesome. And then, um, thanks for being here, bro. Oh wow. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about this is my land towards the end, which is the uh, up-and-coming early access um, Native American survival game. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we'll have a lot of, uh, it's going to be a heavy political episode and racially charged and mm-hmm. um, all yeah. things that I so don't like. It's going to get deep <laughs> later on. So that's why we're going to front load the Monster Hunter stuff. Because um, I understand if you bail out, because like, if that's not your thing, that, that it's totally okay. We were going to talk about Monster Hunter, uh, the movie. But uh, our other co-host Ace couldn't make it tonight, so we postponed that to next week. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. We did. Yeah, we we did say last week we're going to talk about the Paul W. S. Anderson masterpiece, <laughs> and we're 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 holding off till next week. Obvious sarcasm, but <laughs> <laughs> we will do it. Um. Yes. No. We will talk about it. Um, nice. Thanks for being here. Awesome. Mm. Wait, does that kind so, of mean like he's uh, a VIP? With... I have no idea. I don't. I like. Th- this is why I should not be a Twitch streamer. I have no idea how. This I stuff think it is. means he I is just... like Twitch Prime. <gasps> or some or Thank whatever you for supporting it is. Us. So, uh, first things first, we're going to talk about Volvadon. Mm-hmm. So, Volvadon, Morg, tell us why you love. The um, I want to call him armadillo, but you guys said it was it's a P. I just the can't pangolin. remember the yeah pangolin. There you go. Yeah, it's definitely a pangolin. pangolin monster. Um, okay, where do, where do I even begin? Okay, so before Gossarog, I think that he was probably one of the most diverse and probably the best fights for a bear type monster because he had like the the paralysis, he had the stink, he could do tremor, he rolls up into a ball, he can like shift his position and maneuver around you he had like so many cool neat tricks up his sleeve like a prehensile tongue oh man and like even though he wasn't particularly fast back then um 
he had enough tricks up his sleeve to be able to keep you on your toes, but after fighting him in Rise, holy crap, he is really fun for me. I love that fight. And I love um I love the design of the mask for the armor set, like what this big red mask mm-hmm. with like the teeth and stuff like that. And yeah, the fact that um, his stuff revolves around uh, his switch axe, like his paralysis switch axe, um, the armor that you can get in low rank, um, it really complements that really, really well. Um, especially with like rapid morph being one of the one of the, the skills. Yeah, say in Rise, it's one of the earliest instances of rapid morph, which is very, very useful for both switch axe and charge blade. Yeah, I've always loved that monster. And oh, and there's another thing um, in the uh, turf war with uh, Tetranodon. I know that uh, Legombi and Arzuros um, and Volvodon all share it, but um, there was there was a neat little thing that um, is unique to Volvodon is that when he when he gets off of uh, Tetranodon, he does his little thing where he rolls backwards, which the other the other two do not do. So it's actually a little bit more unique than the other ones. Like it actually has a little bit of his his characteristics, some of his flavor, um, which I honestly, you know, would have thought that the developers would have just overlooked, but the fact that they actually put that in there, that little extra detail, it shows that they're paying attention. I like it. Oh, yeah, no, they're always paying attention. Like, as much as, as much as I got on them for Turf Wars, yeah, yeah, I was, I was trying not to crack up over that one, too, more, um, (laughs) That's not yeah. that's not how you spread it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's good old Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> oh my god. Uh we didn't hear you, Pam. Nothing, I'm just muttering to myself. Oh. Uh, so uh so yeah, uh I like Volvodon. I've always liked Volvodon. Um I'm on record of liking all monsters, so it's not surprising. Um, I will say um, he's not—he's not one of my favorites, though. He's not. Um, it, it, the problem with the, especially in Try and Three U and where they uh, came up, they're very low tier monsters, and I think that they have good move sets. But um, the problem with uh, with them is they're like a punching bag. They they break they they bop around like you know like they there used to be a thing with a Volvodon you could play pinball with it. <laughs> if you got it into the state where it was rolling backwards mm-hmm. you could hit it again and roll it the other way so if you got two hunters you could play tennis with a with a Volvodon that is that's now so awesome I want to do that. they took we, that out have, oh my god you couldn't do that they took it out and rise. So, like, in Rise, he, he just does it once, and it's it. He just, boop, 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 and then you're like, ah, oh, man, I, I, really want, I really want my Volvi pinball. That would have been really sick. And, that would have uh, been really cool. But, um, yeah, he, him having both paralysis and stink, uh, and he's the only monster that's had stink uh, for the new gen of people, because um, yeah. we didn't have stink in World. Or Iceborne, and we don't have, and we just now—it's the only one that has stink. Um, and the only other monster that could have done it in a mainline game before him was Kongalala. Yeah, Kongalala. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I don't what? like stink. It's a rough, it's a rough 
status. You don't like, like even the, the... for a low tier monster. I don't. I don't like. I don't like getting farted on by monsters, and now I can't drink potions. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the ultimate trolley move. Like, it's the best. Like, honestly, I, that was one of the few reasons why it, I like that. Kongalala that is such a pink... troll. <laughs> yeah, he is. He straight up it is. It makes sense, though. It makes sense, though. Because a little, little bit of story. Um, I actually dealt with, like, uh, a stinky status in real life recently. And I talked about this a tiny yeah. bit before the, the stream. Um, so my work, we ended up going to a waste treatment plant. And... It's uh, a lot of the systems are failing there, so it smells worse. I went there hungry. Like, I was like, I skipped breakfast. I need lunch. We got there like at 11 a.m. I was like, lunchtime. We got there. I left that place. I never want to eat it again. I like, I was like, nope. Mm -mm. I'm never hungry. So, like, I can understand why it doesn't allow you to eat or drink. Like, (laughs) it's a, it's a, it's a tricky status. Um, yeah, it sounds like uh, a real so stinker. Like, I think Almadron should be should cause stink. There's no way his mud doesn't smell awful. The golden mud, yeah, that's that's weird. It's like some because it's like this weird mucus I, I, off of him. Right, it's a mucus that mixes in with the mud that causes it to be like super acidic. Yeah. I think is what they said or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it like, is. Ooh. It's a very strong acid that allows him to be able to mold the ground that he's around. That's why he's able to burrow through things so easily. But he also Right, cuz he just yeah. dissolves the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's really... Diablo's yeah. excuse then? Horns. Big horns. <laughs> Big horns. He's a drill. You see him when he digs, he actually spins. Oh. Yeah, yeah he's a drill. Okay. He's a yeah, he's an drill. auger. You know what would yeah. be really cool is if they did actually make it so that Almadron actually did give you a stink. I know people are going to hate me for saying that, and they already hate him enough as it is. Like, there's a big, a big section of the community that actually really dislikes Almadron for some strange reason. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that he moves around a lot, repositions and stuff like that, and his moves are very hard to predict. But, um... Honestly, I think it would make sense to give him stink because in a lot of the areas that he's in, he's in these big stagnant bodies of water that are really dirty. And That's what I am. Like, like, you find him in a swamp and, like, the water is, like, putrid brown. Like, it, you, you can't say that there isn't any fecal matter he... in that. And, like, that mud wallow, like, there's there's bullfangos in it all the time. And what do you think that pigs do in mud wallows if they're really comfortable? They piss and shit hey, in it. That's, that's, that's hogs. Wild wild boars are cleaner than that. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you really sure about that? No, I'm not sure. I'm 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 just I, I'm not sure at all. I have, this is based off of zero research. I am just I, I keep pigs, so I have a reference to you know to fall back on. Yeah, you know, like yeah, sure argue. they poop in the corner, but like you know, you know when push comes to shove, if they need moisturizing, hmm, you know. Well, um, I don't like Volvi. So yeah, um, I don't blame you, know, you. I don't blame you. You, d- you don't like the stink. Wait. Okay. The stink. I don't like stink. I don't like par- don't paralysis. Like I, I don't like it. But it, he's annoying. Getting, so it's getting a, paralyzed it's in the air. It's a double dose. Getting paralyzed in the air is the funniest suck. thing. Like you ever seen that animation where you're in the air and then all of a sudden you just go legs up first, just go. <laughs> you're like. Ah! It's like you're getting tased while you're skydiving. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That shit's hilarious. Yeah. I I actually don't even mind getting paralyzed when that happens. <laughs> when I'm in the air and all of a sudden, <laughs> oh my god, it's freaking yeah. hilarious. I love it. I think uh, I think yeah. Rise Volvadon 
I think there's been quite a few improvements to Volvi uh, for Rise. Mm-hmm. He's a lot faster. He's a lot zippier. Because, mm-hmm. like, in mm-hmm. previous games, you just kind of walk around behind him wailing on his back until he dies. Yeah. And I actually also like the way that they changed uh, where, like, the, the perimeter that the stink comes from. Because it's not, like, a full circumference of his body. Like, it, do- it doesn't go directly on his head. Like, it secretes out of the sides of his body rather than, like, also out of his head. Which, uh, I don't think that you'd want to have those kinds of glands in your head. But... Yeah, I, I, I like some of the improvements. It makes it a lot easier as a hammer user. Yay! Get to smash his head. Feels good. I also just don't like uh mo- like I don't also don't like fighting him because most of sword shield attacks are uh, cutting. And I, mm. I just don't like fighting him. I don't like him. None of his armor is good for me. He's he's just like a meh monster to me. Have you ever tried any of his weapons? Gotcha. I don't think he does. He have a sword and shield in Rise. I don't think he does. I don't think so. Mm, I don't think so. Not that I've seen. No. Yeah, he doesn't have one in Rise. So. Well, there's a charge blade. It's like a sword and shield. Yeah. Why would I yeah, have something a, like there... a sword and shield when I have a sword and shield? Touche. <laughs> it's no winning that and argument. And less complicated. What? what was that? And less complicated. But, um, I'm just not a fan of him. Eh. He's a... He's a B. You know what, actually, that's a better tiering than... Right into rating. That's actually a better tiering than one of my friends when he showed me his rise list, and he put it at, like, top C, so... Yeah, I'll I'll take B. I'll Uh, take B. I'm I'm okay with it being insulting to Charge Blade. I was a Charge Blade main for two games. It's okay. (laughs) <laughs> I like Charge Blade. It's a fun weapon. No, I like it too. Um, I'm, 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 I am part of Great Sordia now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was, I made up the the false country of Great Sordia last night, and I was having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> we are right next si- next to the country of Charge Blodia. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Um, so uh, my rating for um, Boldon is actually an A. Um, Sorry, man. <laughs> love the monster. Um, I, there's, it's not perfect. I don't like how much of a punching bag it is. Although, all of the monsters, uh, all of the monsters in Rise have gotten updates the way they're more difficult. Like mm-hmm. everything is more difficult as far as move sets go. Uh, I will say, content wise, I don't think they're more difficult. But like move sets wise. Um, all the bears got an update. They got new moves that can catch you off guard. Yeah. Uh, Arzurus, uh, having his shoulder check. Um, Volvadon no longer able to pinball, um, which, you know, was abusable. Uh, Volvadon also, um, got a, like a short, uh, like, he used to have to really wind up for the, the paralysis spit. Mm-hmm. And he got a faster one. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. The buildup is, is much more quick. Yeah. And he's just faster. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, and he's just faster. And then Lagambi. Uh, Lagambi's mostly the same, but they gave him a couple new just moves to mix in to make him a little more hard to predict, I think is what happened. Um, 
so yeah, so that's that's uh, Volvazon, a, a B and A and and uh, more. Where where are we at for this one? You know, I'm gonna give it an A plus because it's one of my favorites. But um, honestly, there aren't really that many monsters that I actually hate. M- most of them, I either love. Same them. here, man. Most of them, I love. Others, yeah. if I if I dislike them, you know, obviously, you know, they're either in the meh or like really hate them. And there's there's very few of them that are like really hate. Um, I have one in the really hate mm-hmm. one. Which one? Uh, King Shakalaka. That's fair. I was gonna say that mine was half rate Kulturoth. I think mine was half rate Kulturoth because you don't even get to kill it. And you have to just keep doing the siege over and over and over again until you finally get what it is that you're looking for. And hey. you don't even get to use her materials in order to craft any, like, RNG weapons. Like, eh. Master Rank Kulturoth, Spoilers. way better. Spoilers incoming. Spoilers incoming. Warning. Close your ears if you haven't finished Rise Story. Okay. Spoilers incoming. We got two monsters we don't kill. Yet. Oh, I know which ones you're talking about, and I'm not going to say which Yet. ones they are. We'll let everybody else find no, out about so, them. I don't think that hurts the monster. I, I've always, I mean, since Gen 1, I've dealt with repels, right? Yeah. Repels have always been a thing. But I mean, like, the thing about, like, H.R. Culve is that, like, you don't even, like, really get a chance to be able to, like, re-roll for any weapons. You just have to just do the siege over and over and over and over again until you finally get what you're looking for. And you're not even guaranteed to get what you're looking for because I, there's, like, three different... I like the monster. Yeah, there's, like, three different like rarities for the weapons. And then there's, like, 14 different weapons like that you have this. to choose from, and they have to have, like, the correct alignment for the type of ailment that you have to have. And if you're looking for the particular skill in mind, which is crit status or crit ailment, you know, that just makes it even, like, less likely for you to be able to get what you're looking for. And that really hurt my experience when I was getting into the end game of World. And that really, really pissed me off, was that, you know, the, the materials that you were getting from her, like, just the materials alone didn't contribute to you getting any of the weapons which sucked i i will say she was a cool monster mm-hmm. it was a cool fight yeah the iceborne slash world mechanics of rng around her not good. yeah yeah i think that's really the only part of it that really really damaged my uh my appreciation for that monster yeah. but other than that the fight was so i, I agree moderately okay but i I don't pin that on the monster, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I never liked the yeah. game of the floor is lava, though. Yeah, yeah, yuck. <laughs> oh, that's that's super fun with wire bugs now. Yeah, it is. Now we actually can get away <laughs> from shit. And like clutch claws will kind of yeah. fix that too, because there were parts of her body you could latch onto to be able to save yourself from burning to death. And you didn't have to worry about, you know, running a lance with, like, guard five and then, like, guard up in order to be able to save yourself from half of her attacks. So, yeah, yeah, I'm actually quite happy that, you know, I actually wouldn't even mind. No, no, you know, Kalt can stay in world. We can always use a different siege monster. Yamatsukami, namely. Well. Or Shengaren. I think that averages out to an A? A minus A? So, yeah. somewhere in there. We're not super strict about these uh, numbers. Probably an A, but, yeah. Um, 
But like I said, yeah, I didn't want to get in, uh, didn't want to do it first thing, but um, we are going to at this point announce the winner of the digital deluxe edition. And uh, we only had about seven or eight entries, um, but I did put this on uh, Wheel of Names. Ooh. Uh, and the winner, the result is uh, bracket bracket ant bracket bracket. Ooh, cool. So, Ant, if you're listening, um, hit me up on a DM at some point, and we will work out how to get that code to you. Uh, Did that happen to be on Twitter? Oh, he's on. Uh, he's on. Oh, he's in the so, chat. Woo! Yes. Hey, congratulations! So the- you win! Oh, I hope you Good enjoy job, that Ant. code. You got it yourself a free game. Um, and here's a surprise. We're doing it again. Ace has an extra copy, so we're going to be doing that next week. So stick around, folks. No way. Yeah, yeah Ace got an extra yeah. copy because he... Remember, you didn't join the Cool Kids Club, Morg. Yeah, we all got him now. Me, Chauncey, Ace, Pan, all of us. I get to be I'm made fun eat. of for being poor. Yay! Oh, I love poverty. He flipped it like a pancake. Yes, I did. <laughs> no, flipped it like a pancake did. that didn't have little bubbles on top to tell you that the one side was cooked. It was still raw. <laughs> Hope you like the taste of raw pancake uh, there, Fortuan. Mmm. I actually... So, funny story. My uh, my mom made pancakes uh, earlier this year when my brother was home because he's not home a lot lately. And... Um, they were kind of raw, and I still ate them. And he was like, <laughs> this is gross. It's still batter in the middle. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of like it. <laughs> did, he, did he still eat them? <laughs> no. No, he was like, I'm out. I can't me, picture pancakes. When my husband makes pancakes, he makes like the batter like from scratch with like buttermilk and flour and everything. And mm-hmm. he makes, they turn out like super, super thick pancakes. They're like this thick. Oh, and, wow. Uh, they're, they're usually a little doughy and battery in the middle, but they're so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to be able to mix in like a little a little extra treat in the middle. Like, you know, like you could put like banana or you could put chocolate chip in it. Or you can even like fill it up with blueberries and all kinds of good stuff. Top it up with some strawberries and whipped cream. Mm. I, I, I won't lie. So good. I get chocolate chip pancakes every once in a while, like Bob Evans or something. They're not bad. Chocolate I, chip banana pancakes. Just, I ugh. eat peanut butter on my pancakes. Not a bad choice. Yes, hot, we've talked about this. Hot, melty peanut butter on a pancake. Oh, my God. Is it the crunchy kind? No, crunchy peanut, peanut butter, peanut butter. Nothing. Crunchy peanut butter is for sandwiches, not pancakes. Well, I mean, you know, I'd probably try either one and see how well it works. Well, Never. so. <laughs> oh, you poor soul. Oh, you find a pocket of baking soda. Oh. That's oh. sweeper. You poor thing. Yeah, good oh. old sweep. I'm glad sweep is joining us tonight. Yeah. We're not going to scare well, him off. Um, well, yeah. you took a whisk. A whisk worth taking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a whisk worth taking. <laughs> All right, so back to uh, Monster Hunter Rise. We're going to talk a little bit more about progress, a little more thoughts we've had. A uh, little bit of an update. I have finished absolutely everything 
all quests, all of the stuff. <sighs> uh, I only have a few guild card achievements left, um, which is unlock switch skills for all weapons, which means you have to craft an X amount of weapons in every tree. Um, that's hella expensive. Uh, I know there are ways to to cheat it, because um, technically if you make something and then reforge it back to the original state and then make it and reforge it, make it and reforge it, those count. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And Let you me, would uh, yeah, you DM Fortuan. DM Fortuan on Discord, I think. That'd be the best way. Yes. Yeah, and that's, that's the way that um, I would prefer. I do have the code. I'm not I, obviously. I don't want to do that on yeah. stream because mm-hmm. yeah. someone might take it or something. <laughs> Everybody but, just I mean, like enters in, just grabs the code. What? What are you doing? It it's is right other, here. Dude, it's on the other side. It's on the other side, <sighs> and it's covered by one of those lottery scratch things. Yes. Oh, okay. So See, then, yeah, no worries. And I haven't, I haven't scratched it yet. Okay. So I will scratch it and give it to. Ant. Uh, give it to you, Ant. Uh, after the stream, sorry, Ant. Uh, you'll have to wait a couple hours. <laughs> but don't worry, don't you're going to get that it. On stream you... and make a mistake. Um. So, uh, that uh, so uh, I've done most everything. I've started crown hunting two monsters down: uh, Rajong and Almadron, mm. both wonderful monsters. Um. Uh, I have started. I am like really close to um doing the every switch skill which means crafting all weapons uh like seven of all weapons and upgrading certain ones and stuff um i will say uh doing the pokemon snap thing i love it was the one of the funnest things i did um and then um well at this point, I've mostly been helping people and crown hunting. Although crown hunting has started off rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from incidentally getting Almadron <laughs> and Rajong, um, I have fought. We are up to sixty-seven Great Azuchi. Oh my god! To get the small crown. Is is uh, there like a? Oh wait, hey. Um, I think. Um, I think there's a way that you might be able to get a small Great Azuchi if you use. I think weakener. I think weakener might actually determine the size. Um, uh, based off of health pool size. It is a chance. Um, it's a chance. Have Have you been using that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Is there a big? Is there I'm a bigger monster it... version of weakener? No. Ooh. Not... Could you, could you imagine that where it's like, oh yeah, it's gonna make the monster deliberately harder, but monster it will steroids. also increase the size. Yeah, monsteroid. Uh, there was one. I know. It was called Game yeah, Changer. Yeah, yeah, I know there was one. I remember Game Changer like brought in um uh, a random monster if Bigger there were yeah, if there were, if there was a chance. Yeah. yeah. But Game Changer also had a, a stealth effect of possibly making them a gold crown. Oh really? I didn't know that. As far as I understand, yes. Like, don't don't one hundred percent quote me on that, but like that was a possibility. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this is probably the most obscure game to uh, obscure way to get crown hunting because this is the first game where it's not required in a guild guild card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. There is no guild card achievement for it, and it's the first time. And people are like, "Yay, no RNG!" But like me as a as a since world. Uh, a crown hunter and I've gone back and done some crown hunting on older games um, yeah this is like the toughest crown hunting game so far so 
Well, at least you're never going to be short on material. It's materials. good thing it's fun. So, yeah, you're probably going to... Oh, no, no, no. If I'm ever... So, like, uh, so Chance has been doing it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he has accumulated... What was it? 247 uh, Great Azuchi Pell Plus. Nice. Very nice. Those sell for 1,039 Zenny apiece. You're nice. never going to be broke, and you're always going to have materials now to be able to make whatever charms you want. So, like, melding crown hunting yeah. is melding is and now. How, however, however, Great Azuchi does not provide materials for melding. Oh, okay. But at least That's you got money. You, A lot of the earlier money. monsters do not. No, it, it's purely the benefit is money at this point. Um, but still heavily enjoying the game, still heavily playing it. I have. I have reached 150 hours now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're we're trucking on. Um, although uh, Oddworld Soulstorm released, so I want to start getting that done. Uh, and then also uh, we have Narita Narita Boy that I'm doing for Bickering Bucks that I got to start working on as well. Why am I so, thinking Naruto? It sounds a lot like Naruto. Jutsu. It is, it is more like Tron than Naruto, though. Okay, that's cool. It's eighties computer graphics. Um. So yeah, so uh, Morg, I know you're still on your single player kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going through Hub now, or still? Yeah, actually, village? um, I managed to clear. I think it was Great Azuchi, and then there was a Kuluyaku Arzuros mission that I did as well solo. It is so fun. I love it. And the best part about uh, when I was going on expeditions to clear out like some uh, subquests, like requests. Like, all three monsters just showed up in the same area, exact same time, so I just, like, jumped from each one of them, wyvern riding and taking turns on them. It was the best. Yeah. And, like, I'll, I won't do the finisher. What I'll do is, instead of doing the finisher, I'll just press the Y button, and then go BOOM! And then, once I've finished that, I'll just jump on the next one, just beat the crap out of them, and then get to the point of the finisher, and then go BOOM! Into the next one! It is so funny! And you just pick up, like... Millions of shinies just everywhere. It's like it they're pinatas. So it is. It is well, more like puppets. More like a you know those uh, French puppet shows where they'll have like you know like the the wife and the husband and then they'll like take turns with bats just beating the shit out of each other. But like you get to be the puppeteer the whole time. So, oh man, it's real fun. And um, because I've been um, using the Argosi. Um, since I think it was like day one going through doing like the solo campaign and just doing the Argosi that way, I was able to get because of also um, the first almost drawn hunt that I did, I got a plate. I was able to get the um, it was the uh, what is it called? Uh, the skull uh, Scalda, yeah, the Scalda waste. So I immediately got weakness exploit on my set. So it's mm, I just. I just oh. need to unlock the uh, Bulldrome cap um, uh, for a high rank, and then I got probably Bludgeoner 2, I think. I, uh, I I did change my armor a bit. Oh, did you? Um, I replaced I replaced the Rathalos helm with the um, Magnamalo helm. Ooh. So uh, this is because I got a Partbreaker charm of level 2. Nice. Mm. Heartbreaker 2 and some skill I really don't care about. 
So much so that I don't <laughs> remember it. Um, but I started using um, the perfect block skill. Um, the level 3 uh, gem. Uh, where if I do the pushing block with the greatsword, it does count, and I do get the damage boost. So, I, I like that. Um, any Anything else on your progress, more? I just wanted to do that, um, say that before I forgot. Well, I've been actually kind of like going around on expeditions, especially in, I think it was the Frost Isles. Um, mm -hmm. Just looking around for like great wire bug locations, and then I found one of them that led me up to like the oh, high. Oh, you can pinnacle. see them on the map. Yeah, I went up to the like the highest pinnacle of the map that I'd never been to before. I didn't know that there was a spot that you could like sneak around, and it was completely isolated from everything else. You go and you check the wire bug out, and then you're you're basically on like the Arctic equivalent of Pride Rock, and there's like a relic at the top of it and a mining zone, whatever. And then you go and you look out, and you're like, Oh, oh yeah, you see the whole map. It's beautiful. I, I did get all the relics now too. That is something I forgot to mention. Um, all the boots. So yeah, that's that's a fun one to find. You're talking about where you use the wire bug and it goes up a, a crescent. It looks like the almost like the one from uh, um, Night Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's yeah, exactly that. yeah, that 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 sort of curvy. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so Pan, uh, I know we made some progress with you yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so I finished the 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 sort of hub quest line. I mean, I haven't done all the hub quests, not by any means, but I I. I've done all the key quests and all the urgents, and I, I fought the uh, the spoiler boss. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that fight was really fun. Um, really wish I had uh, worn some better uh, resistance appropriate to that boss. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, that's you. okay. Um, mm -hmm. my, the, my favorite armor set is uh, pretty weak to that uh, type, so that that was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I, I don't play, on, I don't play online a whole lot because I can only do it when the kid is not home or when he's asleep. So I've been making a lot of progress on the yeah. village quests. I've got almost every village quest done except for like one or two of the last tier. What's it like four star or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, it's six. Oh, okay. Star. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got I've got a few of those like one or two of those left to do in the village, and I've got a ton of stuff to do in the hub because uh, hub quests are tedious when you're soloing them. They can be. They can be. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I I I crown hunt in the hub. Mm-hmm. Um, Apex Arzros. So. <laughs> that was fun to solo. Holy shit! <laughs> I can't even. I knew. I knew packing Fortify was going to be a must because he, like, just literally just clapped me three times in a row. It was so fun. Holy crap. I'd never been so utterly destroyed and so happy <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> it inspired, oh, I loved it. I was inspired by Fortwan to do a little bit of crown hunting myself. Um, so I basically, I'm eating for Weakener as much as possible whenever I go out. Um... And I found the cutest tiny little baby Arzaros. He Aww. was he was like the size of an Azuchi. Tiny little teddy bear. Yeah, he was. And <laughs> no, I I'm blown away by how big Azuchi is. Did you know yeah. that Azuchi 
on average, is 10 meters. Wow. 30 feet. That's bigger than a great white shark His, half yeah. the time. That's massive. His tail is enormous. His tail is longer than his mm-hmm. body. Not equal to longer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know how he stays, like, balanced with, like, having, like, that sickle bone thing. He's got a hook. Hand. He just hooks on a wall and he's a pendulum and he flies over. I did. Uh, yeah, I, I I actually got to see that the first time I was fighting. I'm like, what you doing up there, buddy? And then he just comes down. And just slams his tail down. Slices you in half. Oh, uh, I wanted to say, um... Did you see my message in the Discord earlier about Tetranodon? Fort one? Yes, yeah. I did. Um, I have a small crown one. I think you may be on the yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't able to see that. Uh, see that specifically with the small crown one. Um, but there could be two factors: is a the lighting could just be really rich in in the. Um, if you were fighting him in the shrine ruins, the lighting in the shrine ruins really. Really accents. No, he was, he was underground. Yeah, underground? I forget which one he was okay. in. I think it was the Frost Isles. So there's there's that like, Frost caverns. Yeah, I think he was in the caves in the Frost Isles. Yeah. Okay, so the the caves in the Frost Isles. Okay, because like I was gonna say, they look really bleached out in the air in the Frost. Yeah, no, no, he was like super um, bright green. Okay, so cool. uh, context for uh, for uh, those who didn't don't read every single thing that's posted in our Discord. Um, I messaged Fortuan in the Discord earlier um, because I found I got a teensy, teensy, weensy little Tetranodon, who was actually smaller than the Volodon I was fighting. Even when he was all big sumoed up. Anyways, he was super tiny and he was like bright, bright green, almost like a kiwi fruit. And uh, I was like, that's weird because I thought these guys are much more like muted and mossy looking. So then I've, my, I've got a theory going that maybe maybe smaller ones are brighter green because they're younger and their plants the plants on their backs are younger, greener, something like that. So maybe. I told Fortwan as he's crown hunting, keep an eye out on his small ones to see if they're greener or brighter than the dark one, than the big ones. Oh, if we can, uh, if we I, can, I do say the bigger ones do feel bleached. They do feel a little muted in their colors. Yeah, a little less pigment. You know what? If if this actually turns out to be a thing, maybe we can like tag Vandalagiacris and then uh, maybe have him check that out and see if it's a thing. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe. Mm-hmm. He, he follows both of us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. Um, he's, a, he's a good, fun resource for information, so he might have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be um, pretty interested to see what he has to say about it. Yeah. I mean... It- Although his, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, although his, his retirement is impending, so we'll see. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we might as well get to it while we can. So okay, um, it also could be like there's just a variation in color, and I just happen to get like a bright green one that was also small. Mm-hmm. Could be that too. Yeah. Okay. No, I yeah, I'm definitely. I I saw it. I just you know. Oh, yeah. here, it's hard for me to respond. Yeah, yeah, I figured. So. Yep. Um, okay. Um, any, uh, we got an event quest coming up. I don't think it'll be before we talk next time, though. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, look, I actually need my phone to actually see the dates. Yeah, it's Camellios, Because it's it? like the 26th? No, it's like 30th or whatever. We're getting the big update, but we're getting an event quest. Oh. Um, it's a crossover with Ninjala. 
Oh yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. That's like a couple days before the big update. Okay. So today's oh gosh, it's a we'll have two episodes before that comes out. So Oh, and uh, I want to tell uh, podcast and stuff. We talked about this a little bit. Um, we did our predictions for Monster Hunter Rise and like what was going to be in there uh, and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and predictions of what uh, Rockna Kadaki was going to be, uh, uh, which ended up being a ten to Saren. I, I checked that out recently. Um, so that prediction episode, we're going to hold off until we get the second update because that's when I feel that we have the complete roster. Um, and I feel it would be unfair to judge it at this point in time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I think around that time, I would say that would be a good time for us to have played it long enough and to have said, okay, this is like my full official review of Rise. I, I want to give it that full second update. Do we have a date for the second update? This is how much I pay attention to this kind of stuff. Okay. No, we don't. We don't. Um, the only thing we have is end of April. As far as I understand. I'd have yeah. to look it up. There, I might be wrong. But... Um, so, yeah. So, there's that. Uh, anything else to say about Monster Hunter before we move into the, the heavier political stuff? Uh... Yeah, let's let's get into it. We might as well get our hands dirty. <laughs> we, fuck it, why not? Let's let's get okay, into some Native so American history, the real nitty gritty stuff. Why not? Let let's uh, let, let's uh, let's preface this a little bit. So there's this early access game called This Is My Land, uh, and and um, it is either recent released uh, in early access or uh, it's been out for a while i don't know but i saw this actually i'm gonna uh shout out to micah the brave um actually tweeted about this and that's how i saw it um and um it's basically you play as a native american who is sir uh, in a survival game in the time of settlement on the western uh united states um, so we're talking like about the same timeline as Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Um, approximately where, you know, we still have tribes and that stuff, but set- settlements and settlers are still coming into the Western uh, United States. I will. And this this is a personal issue issue to me. And I don't talk about this too much on the show, but being Shawnee, which is an Eastern uh, tribe, uh, this this kind of spoke to me in a couple ways. and. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it was ha- worth having a discussion because I feel I tweeted about it because because a I think it's an important issue to talk about and b I think there's some serious I, I'm trying to think how to say this um, misrepresentation. It it could be problematic, but I don't think that that's to me that's not the bigger question here. Mm. Because the way that people were talking about it and being saying it, one the reasons why it was problematic is more where I was like, I feel the discussion is more than the content itself. Mm-hmm. Now, have you guys you guys looked at reviews and and game the game itself? But the game itself, I mean, I find it no more or less offensive than killing anyone else at any other time in a game. Uh, you're you're killing a bunch of settlers. 
and they have bosses, which is a little weird, but whatever. Like they have, uh, they have the. I looked it over. They have the ninja, uh, which is literally just someone from. I think they said Japan, who was an orphan and taking revenge out on people for having wronged his family out on the uh, frontier. Uh, there's a boss of like a separatist, like uh, not separate, not separatist, but like sort of like a lone troop of British soldiers is like a boss, um, like stuff like that. Like where it's just like, hey, there's these like super powerful enemies that you could fight and find. And stuff. <laughs> and it, conceptually, it's really cool, but. Um, the, the problem is, uh, let me, let me again, a little more preface. Um, being not as connected with my tribe as some other people um, because of family issues, because of the way things have gone down. I've talked about this with Pan offline a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Native American, um, but I am from a different whole tribe. Uh, and, like, we're, we're, we're talking, like, not even in the same geological region. I am from where I'm at, eastern United States. Um, this is western. There is whole other things. Mm-hmm. Whole other things to this. Like, um, So take my opinion, even as a Native American, with a grain of salt. Because I don't, I don't pretend to know everything that people feel when they see this and the kind of thing. And there's a couple issues that came up with this. Is one... People are claiming they did no research and or didn't talk to any tribes to uh, to make this game. And there was no involvement or developers uh, that are native. Uh, it was just the developers are interested in the topic and made a game about it. So I think that's, that's a big thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, B... I kind of lost train of thought. To me, that's the biggest one, mm-hmm. the first one. Um, like, did they get an okay from it? Like, did they not like get any consultation about, you know? Oh, I, I remember the second point now. The second point is is B. They claim to have. Uh, um, you are not from a specific tribe, and that is on purpose. Mm. Um, they do not want to represent a single tribe. Uh, on purpose. And then a lot of people have gone to say, gone on to say that's sort of like not a good thing um, because it's sort of like lumping all tribes into one. Um, which, again, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I think those are the two major points for me. Is there any other points that you guys wanted to talk about on this as we dig into it? Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna come out and say it. I think it's a little. I think it's very very risk taking of them to you know make a game like this especially with political correctiveness being kind of like you know taking the reins um Mm -hmm. in society right now and um yeah the issue with um uh, with them not focusing on any particular tribe in in general is you know there's the risk of you know just generalizing it's like oh you know all Native Americans are the same kind of shit, and then, you know, people get easily offended by that. And on the other hand, you know, if, if you make it about a specific tribe, then, you know, people are going to go at you for, you know, historical accuracy and, like, whether or not, you know, it's actually acceptable to portray a specific tribes person, you know, in, in the light that you put them in. 
Um, um, I will say, um, I haven't, I don't have the development studio pulled up at the moment. Mm-hmm. I should, um, but it, it made me flipping off the stream to go look at it. I can't remember. Um, but the developers, uh, and also the publishers that they self-published as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they are a four person development team. Yeah. So very small. Yeah. Um, they're also, uh, they also pride themselves in making historically accurate games. Um, and the, the, the little bit of research that I saw is that they have had previous games. Um, yeah. Um, I think there might be issues with your yeah mic okay. volume a little bit. Maybe it's just not close enough. Um, did that help, guys? Also, did that did that help any of y'all? And I can also do it on this end. I think we're like, how many seconds of delay do we have for <clears throat> the uh, for the footage? Okay, yeah, except not really. Sounds the same. Seconds. Yeah, you might actually have to pump up the volume a little bit. Uh, I did. Okay, awesome. Oh, hey, there's that weird spider. Anyways. Um, so, uh, what what I was going to say is um, they're a four-person development team, and they, they have also had um, previous games that were actually used in classrooms to teach uh, about history. Okay. Specifically. Um, so... They actually have some credibility in the space of actually making historically accurate games, as far as I understand, right? Like, this is a, like a week of light research, more heavy research before the show about these guys. Mm. So it seems that um, that they are intending to do the right thing, um, at the very least. Um, yes, so I, I I've been kind of reading up about the the development team uh, on Wikipedia, and uh, Wikipedia says that Game Labs LLC, that's the developer slash publisher. Yeah, Game Labs. Uh, yeah. They are based in the Ukraine, and I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna guess based off of all uh, these names that they are all uh, Eastern European fellows. Um. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of understand that, you know, if they're U- Ukrainian or Eastern European, they didn't necessarily know the shitstorm they were about to step in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not excusing it, just I'm, saying maybe. Yeah. I, I, I could see how they could maybe have not fully understood, like, what they're doing. Not, not, you know what I mean. They didn't understand sure. the shit they were about to step in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say is that a lot of nations, they don't like video games that bring up their past. Um, nobody likes their own history. They like everybody else's history. That's kind of a given. I mean, like, you know, Call of Duty Nazi Zombies was not made in Germany for pretty damn good reasons. Um, yeah, yeah just kind of a thing you know like i think that you know people really need to be a little bit well, more cautious um about some of the uh, some of their ideas so, when they come up with games like this because you know there, there's a lot of uh, political backlash that can come with this kind of shit um yeah 
That's that's really all I can say is that you know if it, if it were me that was responsible for this, I would have not made it. <laughs> I would have definitely not made this game because you know there's just so too much risk. There's a, there's a bit of a conundrum for me, and this this is what this is the big the big thing that made me want to talk about this mm-hmm. um, was that a lot of people were saying, hey. Either you didn't do enough research, which, hey, you know, we don't know behind closed doors how much research they actually did. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Um, But B, also, oh, there should also be someone who is Native American involved on the development team. And and I've seen that said, too. Let let me get this clear, okay? There's there's a couple problems with having a Native American on the development team, all right? Mm -hmm. A, here in the United States, we have the highest poverty rate. We have the least access to be in careers like that. Um, you know, I'm an anomaly because I'm not part of that demographic. I wasn't raised on uh, a reservation. I don't deal with a lot of those same issues. That's why also I can't relate to a lot of people like that. But l- let's be clear. There are not many Native American development game studios or any at all, to my knowledge. Yeah. Right? Yeah, not that I know Can of. You- so without people who aren't Native American, we aren't going to see those stories. Mm-hmm. If people who are not Native American don't want to talk about it, then we're not going to see it. I can think of two representations, and I said this on Twitter, two representations that, that I care about um, or have seen to any sort of degree, which is Connor from Assassin's Creed 3, mm-hmm. and then also... And Connor would be more relative to Eastern tribes like myself. And then also Turok, which is a Western uh, tribe, but also both fiction. I'm cracking up. Mm-hmm. I'm then, sorry. I'm cracking up because yesterday mm-hmm. when I, I, was, I was telling my husband we were going to talk about this, I'm like, oh, man, I bet Fortuan's going to have a lot to say because on the one hand, he probably likes having representation because all he's got for representation is Connor and Turok. Yeah, that's it. I, and I don't that's even have saying. Twitter. I didn't see your tweet. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I literally said that yesterday. Yeah, no, that's it. I love <laughs> Turok, and that's my favorite Assassin's Creed, because I love having representation, mm-hmm. right? But, uh, you know, like, it's a... I don't feel represented in this game. It's not my tribe. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like... But, I mean, I'm going to be honest here. There's a lot of people in my tribe that would love to actually be this person killing people. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of resentment behind, you know, what happened in the past. Oh, yeah. Like, there is. It's a lot of weight. Um, but, um, not to say that they're bad people. I'm no, just, just saying no, that, yeah, no. They're kind that, of entitled um, to their so grievances. Looking at this game, it looks like a reskin of Shadow of Mordor. Am I wrong? It kind of... Almost, yeah. Like, I didn't get to delve into the yeah. gameplay aspects of it too much. I was more focused on, you know, their yeah. intent and that kind of stuff. There's some, like, um, Far but... Cry elements as well to it, sort of. Yeah, there's a lot of an emphasis on stealth, which, mm-hmm. let me tell you now, in, in my experience, when we when we talked about combat and stuff as a kid, which was something discussed in my tribe, um, you know, because we... Uh, stealth was a big part of it you know it's it's not there wasn't like hey there's a whole reason why like the revolutionary war had this thing about like 
not standing face to face and they learned it from, you know, guerrilla tactics or whatever. It's like, yeah, that was just like the normal thing for my child. It was like, that's how you did things. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, like my biggest problem that I have with the whole situation is that not that they were doing something and they may have not represented a tribe too well. Like, I don't know. I, do you represent a specific tribe? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's the right thing. I think for them as being who they are and where they are, not picking a specific tribe might've been just the easiest with their resources, mm-hmm. considering it's literally four people. Right. Like, um, I think it would be, and then also, it would be virtually impossible to be able to make a game that, you know, had fair representation of all the different tribes that existed in North America at the time. Um, and, you know, considering right. all their different oh, no, there's lifestyles, over all the 500 places that they existed there's in. There's over 500 different tribes. And 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 my my dad and I actually talked quite a bit about this when when I first saw mm-hmm. it. Um, and cuz I wanted my dad's opinion. He's a lot more of a a grumpy old man so uh, more more so than than i ever will be <laughs> and um uh he you know his perspective on it um he was okay with the whole idea up until they started talking about uh an update that had war paint and that was a little bit of an issue for him yeah um because war paint they don't they don't realize that war paint is strictly tied to a religious thing but that's the way that most tribes are every aspect of life is tied together. Mm-hmm. You don't separate, like we don't have like what we have here in modern day United States, where there is a very much separation of, of religion and outdoors, you know, culture and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's all interwoven 100%. Like, and that's the way it was. And that's the way I grew up in my tribe is, you know, everything was about everything. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that it's like, um, to get a little bit religious, it wasn't like you know what I what I hear in Christian uh, Christianity, which I am a Christian. Um, that looks like every moment you're you're doing something for God or whatever. It's not it's not in the aspect. It's just like your life is also part of the religion. So like it just happens. Like it's just everything's tied into it. And yes, there there was war paint in my tribe, but like it was specific. It was for ceremonial patterns, reasons, things. right? Well, uh, yeah, but also like it was believed to be like guardian spirit spirits and that kind of stuff for certain tribes and that kind of thing. Um, but like the war paint, the way they put it is not unlike the war paint we put on, like, let's say orcs and Mordor um, to, to, to bring that reference of that game up where it's like, I'm here for intimidation tactics. And I'm going to paint a skull on my face and ribs. And that's literally what one of the uh, like the splash screen for that update on their site is. Is like I'm gonna paint a skull and ribs because that's gonna be like a scare tactic kind of thing. Doesn't that look cool? And it's like, eh, so they missed some religious context there. But overall, I think that a lot of people are jumping on this because yeah, if there isn't someone on the, de- I, I don't understand the whole hey someone has to be on the development team that is Native American for this to be a thing. Because I'm like, we wouldn't have hardly any, and we still don't have hardly any representation or games about Native Americans. And part of the reason why they made this is because there is such a lack in that space of of knowledge. And I find the notion that someone who isn't a culture can't talk about another culture 
ridiculous, right? Like, I find the whole idea that saying, hey, you have to be Japanese to talk about Japanese culture. And I'm like, well, there is a perspective of A from the outside. And B, yeah, be respectful, right? Be be as respectful and up-to-date as you can be yeah. on, on someone else's culture. But at the same time, it I don't think it's taboo to talk about a culture that's not yours, too. Like, I, it shouldn't be, at least in my opinion. Um, so that was that was my biggest concern coming out of this. It's like, without people who aren't Native American working on this stuff, we don't get this stuff. To my knowledge, I don't think anyone really was Native American working on Turok. Probably not. I but I mean, like, it was a completely um, different time, you know? Like, people's approach to things was very, 90s. very different. But with 90s and then the 50s, even for the comics, the comics came out, came out in the 50s for Turok. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know Turok's history enough to know if they had that kind of representation. Um, so um, another thing is like, um, like without that kind of representation, so we're not we're not going to see anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm particularly fighting for this game. I don't think I'll end up picking it up. It's not my style of game anyways, but it's just, I don't know. It was just, it was super weird for me, for me to hear people be like, you know, like you're racist. You didn't do your research. You didn't, you know, you need to have someone on the team that is this. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, so I don't, you guys have any thoughts to add to that? I feel like I've just been rambling in a circle. <laughs> I actually do have a couple of things to say. Um, yeah, thanks for being here, bro. Um, what I will say is is that there are ways of being able to, um, you know, keep the, the, the culture of Native Americans alive because it actually is an issue, that it is actually dying out. Even in Canada, it, it's pretty bad. Like, you know, there, there are schools that are de- dedicated to trying to keep the language and, you know, some of the cultural practices, you know, and the art and whatnot still alive. Oh, yeah, it, no. It, it's difficult. How many how many languages have died? Oh. How many Native Americans, Native American languages have just straight up died? There are no Native Americans that live off of the East Coast, I can tell you that much. They all died from, you know... Um, uh, colonization from smallpox um, from a, a lot of things and you know it was a big issue you know none of those people are there anymore they're all gone um, and the ones that are still alive um, you know they're not doing very well at all um, most of them can't even speak their native tongue um, but you know like I, I feel like they're if they really wanted to um you know, provide good representation and to, you know, get a message into like, you, you know, make something about Native American history. I think that maybe they should have, I hate to say it, but I kind of have to agree with some of these people in saying that maybe they should have done a little bit more and been a little bit more careful and actually like consulted with people who actually knew like very thoroughly, like not just knew it, but like actually lived it and, and breathe it. Um, you know, just to make it a little bit more accurate and, you know, there are ways to be able to approach us in a very, you know, in a very respectful and sensitive manner, but, um, 
you know, uh, I, I don't really think that, you know, they are doing with the best of intentions. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, you know, it's only four people. Yeah, sure. But, um, I, I think that, um, there is some context that they're missing that, you know, that's what's triggering people. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, I, I think that maybe if they took maybe a little bit more time with it, um, which unfortunately a lot of small developers can't really afford, um, you know, maybe they could have now, made something really, really good with it. I'm not going to say that the combat is bad, and I'm not going to say that, you know, the ideas of, like, you know, choosing to either kill or spare shouldn't be in, you know, in a player's hands, because I'm betting you 100% that there would have been a lot of Native Americans who were in that position where, you know, somebody's life was in their hands, and they could have chosen to either let them go or, you know, take vengeance on them. But... Right. Again, like, I, it's, I, again, it's very... Uh... I, I almost wanted to pick up this game and play it just to see what what there was that that could be seen as offensive or mm -hmm. whatnot. And I, I want to point something out, and chat said this, uh, and also you, you kind of said this too, Morg, is they could have done more research yeah. and talking to some tribes. Supposedly they did. Supposedly they did could talk to a couple different tribes about this topic mm -hmm. and supposedly they have done this with other historical games uh that they have done is a lot of different research so what i saw at least and especially on their ama that they did for this game mm -hmm. um was like someone kind of attacking them being like you did no research you didn't talk to anybody and they're like we did and that was basically their answer it's like we're not going to tell you who we talked to but we talked to someone now whether you believe them or not that's up to you yeah but like uh, that's a little sus. but see the thing is like well yeah it, it is but like I'm also trying to figure out what was so offensive what was so offensive about this game mm -hmm. like I don't understand where people got so offended um, is it simply the fact that, that it's about playing as a Native American who isn't from a like a specific tribe? It probably could have been just that, that, you know, the... I don't know, like, it's... Is it the subject matter of just killing settlers? And now, I will say, there's some other problems, um, at least from my perspective as a Native American, the title is a, pro is a problem. Um, yeah. That is a very... <laughs> that is a very European concept. Yeah. Of, this is my land. Ownership right? was not a like, thing. That they really believed in because they lived they lived off of that. Well, they had a ownership of with it. ownership of land, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ownership of land specifically. Uh, ownership was a thing. <laughs> Get me wrong, but not of land. No. Um. Um. So that was that's a little off, right? And, and like, there's a lot of things that are just off and not there and that kind of thing, but like. It's been it's been very weird looking from an outside and being like, okay, this is this is something I would normally hear slash care about. And I, I will say there is a good well, there is a wonderful uh, piece of representation which I have talked about on the podcast with both of you, um, which if you guys remember Blood Quantum, the horror movie, mm. uh, the horror zombie zombie movie about a Native American tribe who was uh, in Canada. Um, and I don't remember. Maybe it was Alaska. Sorry, it was in Alaska. Yeah. And 
they were entirely immune to the zombie virus, and it was about the social political issues of being Native American in an apocalypse, let alone today's society. And that was a really good movie. It read really dark. It took a really dark turn at one point. Um, but having been around my tribe in my earlier years and knowing that some people that were like that, that's not an unrealistic ending, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, like, like um, I don't know. Like, uh, it's just, I found it weird. I found the whole situation weird. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they're 100% good and we, everyone should go buy this game. In fact, if you look at the Steam page, mm-hmm. both user and critic reviews, mostly positive. Yeah. I'm just very leery about so, this. Like, I'm, I can't help but feel a little bit No, tense. it is a touchy subject. Yeah. Mm. So, like, what do we do? Like, what what is... I don't know. I wish I wish I found someone that was a little more offended by this. Yeah, like because like, I was like, I don't, I don't understand where the offense came from. Honestly, um, there's n- little nitpicky things. They're like, eh, okay, it feels like you didn't do all your research, but like, the ideas are still there and intact. Like, I don't, I don't think they were blatantly disrespecting the Native American community. Like a lot of people are accusing them of doing so. Um. I think it might be just the vagueness of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. Right. I, and that, this is where where I can't really relate and identify as what they're representing whatsoever. Uh, it's not even the right region for me. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know how someone you know if who, who was like maybe Sue or or something that 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 did live in that area and could have been in that time and could have been one of those tribes. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I I don't, I don't know how they would feel. Um, um, Yes. Yes. We do live in the age of, uh, as, as uh, I think we'll say as, as chat brought this up. Yes, we do live in an age of, PC-ness. Um, and I will say a little bit from my both my dad and brother's perspective, outside of the war paint, my dad was like, I think people just need to stop being little bitches about it, was his words. Yeah. And just just allow, allow people to make a game. My, my dad's a computer engineer. He's made games himself. Like, he's not really big into the old making games. But, like, he was just like, I don't, I don't see why you'd be offended. Like, yeah, let's 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 kill some white people. Like it's awesome. And then, uh, not, he didn't say it's awesome. But it, it, that's his attitude, right? Like my brother is 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 um, very much like, hey, um, why are people like? Why do we have to be so offended? Like that, that what, people just need to grow up. It was was kind of his state. So like again, it's a small microcosm, mm-hmm. right? That we're in a total different tribe, total different area, like totally different people like i'm not i'm not highly offended by a lot of representation like the fact that we had the cleveland indians it didn't really bother me that they were called the indians like i don't it's it's systemic racism that's been there and probably will always be there and i don't you can either let that bother you or not and then fight it where you can is is sort of been my mentality and it's just a stupid baseball team that no one pays attention to was my <laughs> like 
was my thing. But like again, yeah, I mean, most people would be like, "Hey, you can't allow that thing to happen." That kind of t- I can see that perspective too. But mm-hmm. like, this is this is something that um, the Bickering Bucks and I talk about quite a bit. Is you know, uh, a lot of my friends on the Bickering Bucks are African American, and so we got into the whole riots and stuff last year. We had a big we had an episode about that more if you remember mm-hmm. we got into about the riots and stuff yeah and I they were like that how, you know like how are you not er offended by you know the people doing this and that kind of stuff and i'm like i mean it doesn't mean i'm not but i'm also expecting it i'm also this is just how things are and i'm not going to be mad every day over the fact that people are racist because that's just the way things are like and you correct it where you can i'm not going to live in a constant state of anger it it doesn't benefit anybody (laughs) um especially if like you know if you're being offended on the behalf of you know a particular group but you're not part of that group you don't have any relationship with that group. Like you don't have any friends who are part of that group. You never were raised around that part of that group, but you're still being offended on their behalf and they're not even offended. It's, it's weird, man. It's really weird. No. And that's, that's something my dad said specifically. He's like, you're allowed to not like it. You're allowed to say something. You're not allowed to be offended. (laughs) That like, that was his exact words. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I would I would have completely, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, like, I kind of disagree with this game because I don't really see anything more of it than other than, like, you know, just stereotypical cowboys versus Indians kind of bullshit. I mean, like, I would like to learn something about the culture of some of these people. I would like to have learned about, like, you know, some about some of the tribes that lived, you know, on the BC coast who made totem poles you know mm-hmm. or to learn about like some of the tribes that were out in the plains you know and how they lived nomadic lifestyles you know following herds and th- there is so much stuff that they i feel like they, they kind of overlook and they could have done it in a very respectful manner you know to show like you know the beauty of culture you know that doesn't really exist anymore and instead they just turned they it were, into this natives versus white guys <laughs> well see the, the the thing they're going for in this game which agree with it or not is what they did right is it's a survival game about the resistance against colonization so you are a militant mm-hmm. 100% you are a native militant yeah. and you are going to eradicate people i mean it's what the title is this is my land mm-hmm. you're not coming here this is my place get out not say you know again a little problematic on the title yeah. I, but then again i actually don't know if western tribes actually had uh an ownership of land concept or if that's like a niche thing for a couple, couple tribes or that kind of thing my understanding that it is not kind of like my own tribe that that is not a thing but I could be wrong. Like, I've not done a lot of research into specific Western tribes. But, again, I think the suspectness there is that maybe they didn't either. So, but, I mean, I, I guess it's offensive because it's a militant and we want to be, you know, a little more cautious about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Well, I mean, it, it, it's really funny because, like, um, when I was growing up in school, we did have, like, Métis teachers as well as, like, indigenous teachers. And um, you guys know about Métis, right? Um, people who were... Oh, you don't know about... Oh, Métis history! Okay, so... Um, when French and um, Scottish settlers um, came to Canada, they actually had relations with some of the tribes. And, um, well, what happened was they ended up making the Métis. And um, sadly for them, they weren't regarded as either uh, white people or Native American people. So they were con considered sort of their own group. But... Um, the one cool thing um, that I can say is that about How do learning I spell this word? from. Mm -hmm? How do I spell this word? I'm trying to look it up. Métis. Oh, it's M E T I S. Thank oh. you. Okay. Yeah, like they practice um, um, the, um, the the teachings and cultures from both sides but m more hinging towards like um native canadian um practices but yeah like having grown up with teachers that you know were of that background and of that cultural thing mm -hmm. um i can i i won't say that i know everything about it but i have familiarity with it and what i think is that um you know rather than making a video game that is all about the conflict that they had to go through and in the fact that there was it was pretty much something of a war that they lost in that you know they had their their freedom robbed from them and their people were decimated and the populations of food sources of animals that they relied on were brought almost to the brink of extinction like uh, bison populations in some of some of them are yeah some of them are a lot of them are but yeah. like even like bison populations in um like even as far as like alberta um oh we a little we bit actually of a positive side effect yeah. not not side effect but aside a little bit of a positive aside anyone had bison burger i've had bison before and it's <laughs> It's delicious. Bison burger, <laughs> the best. It is. It's really one hundred percent. But I mean, like, get a hold of in Nebraska. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. But I mean, oh, like, we have a bison yeah, farm. Around. You know, you can get bison yeah. meat at like every grocery store here. Yeah, but I mean, like, you yeah. know, that's just one of those things. I mean, like, you know, it, uh, it, it's more than just about Native American history that you know that they're focusing on they're they're focusing on you know a really very serious and tragic event that took place um it, it didn't even it, it didn't take take um take place over the course of just a few years this was many many decades of people losing their their rights and their freedom and their home and Manifest destiny. It, it, it's, that was that was the concept, you know. Yeah. And I honestly, I honestly think that that's probably not the game that they should have made. I think if they wanted to, you know, have better better representation of the many different cultures and of all the many different peoples that existed here before people came over, I think that maybe they should have focused on maybe like you know, 
more of like a slice of life kind of a game where it was like you know just the day-to-day routines of just living off of the land sure, and, that would... you know surviving and you know passing on their their teachings to or, future generations or um or you know you can do just uh if they want to do the the you know sort of native american survival game don't have any white people it's like that's also another 1400 thing. it's like that's, 1400 that's... and you're in utah Mm-hmm. Like yeah, just take well, <laughs> take white people out of video games. <laughs> Cancel the white man. So, so, so this is where um, I, I think we get into video games as an art, right? Like I I get what you're saying, Morg, and I get what you're saying, Pan. Where you do this, you can do you can send a totally different message and a totally different and avoid all of this by um, putting it at a different time or even a different. Uh, way of conveying it in, in Morg's case. However, they purposely set out to do this. Like, mm-hmm. 100% purposely set out to make a game about a revenge arc of you are there to clear people out. Yeah. Get out. You're dead. I'm done. It was specifically 100% that. And that is, that is their, whether you, whether people, you know, myself or others like it or not, that is what their artistic vision was for this. This is their idea. Yeah. And they're standing by it. And I commend them for that. And, but like, I'm not sure where I lie on this, right? Because this is what they specifically intended to do. Yeah. And games as an art that there's a reason why that was a discussion, right? Because games is, is, is very much a collaborative thing, right? Especially larger games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard to say, well, it's easy for me to put out a drawing of, I don't know, let's say hunters up fighting a Diablos and say, this is my this is artistic my rendition. rendition, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For instance. Yeah. Right. Pan. Um, you know, one of my art pieces I actually did put out. It's easy to say this is a piece of art and this was my vision. And yeah, sure, there's critiques to it. I suck. I get it. I know. Whatever. Right. But it's weird because this is the story that they wanted to tell. This is the thing they wanted to do. Yeah. And I'm not sure that it's up to us, even as me. You know, like, I don't sure that it's up to people to say that you can't do this. I think it's totally okay to say, I don't like this, and here's why. But I don't think it's okay to say, you can't do this, right? Because that's that's limiting expression, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I mean, like, I'm not going to police them for making a game that they think, you know, is made with the best of intentions. But I mean... I'm I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> Let's just say that. No, um, no, no. I, I'm not I don't either. like I'm the message either, but... that that comes behind it. You know, like uh, justification for violence. You know, based off of a real life circumstance. Like, uh, it's just I don't buy war games. Yeah, like could you for could you imagine? Could you imagine if we had a video game about? 
last year's riots. Yeah, like where you, you played as a police officer. Could you imagine? Like, could you imagine the problems with that game? Right. Like the context is relatable in that sense. It, it, I mean, yeah, sure, it's a different time period, and sure, this yeah. is more recent, and it's still really raw. But like, fuck, it, it, it's the same issue. Like, and I don't think yeah. that they understand, you know, how sensitive that is. Um, no, I, I know. I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, so like, I, I don't know. Conflict between people in the past is like, it's just a thing, right? And and they wanted to make this historically accurate, and um, it was just, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's. Like you said, Mark, it's a risky topic. Yeah. It is a risky topic. But they're going full ham. Yeah. And it's just I don't know. Uh, I'm really sorry that, that uh, someone yeah. went through that. That is terrible. I don't know, man. Um I'm kind of disappointed in the naivety of the of the developers. I I feel like they didn't really understand what they were getting themselves into and I'm kind of disappointed with yeah. the message that they're getting across in their work. Um yeah. Uh it's definitely not the game for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what we really need uh is for Native American representation. You know what we really need. Mhm. Turok to come back. I knew I was I was waiting for you to say something like a Turok Monster Hunter crossover. Oh no, don't no, no. That'd be good too. Um, when you have a badass indigenous Rambo going around and killing Velociraptors and aliens, it's just Oh yeah. People um, can't get upset with that, you know? <laughs> it's fiction. It's empowerment. It is. Baby. It is it's empowering. Empowerment. Yeah. Uh from the perspective of just, like, the game that they've made, um, without, like, the controversy or anything, like, I watched it, and at first, like, when I, the first couple of things I saw about it, like, I, I was excited because I'm like, yay, sort of non-traditional RPG exploration type game. And then I watched more of it, and I'm like, oh, it's Cowboys and Indians. It's a Cowboys and Indians Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Now- I would like to see more Shadow of Mordor-like games where you do yeah. have that sort of learning AI coming against oh. you, which that is that mm-hmm. is the case here. It is a learning yeah. AI. They do they do talk about how the settlers will adapt to your tactics and your styles. And that yes, kind of stuff, which is cool, but like that was cool for Mordor. Um, that I'm not sure, like I. My 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 official stance on this game is just sort of like in the middle for me. It's just like I'm okay that they made this. I really wish they would have executed it better. So it's. I feel like they probably would have done better if they did like um, like a um a sneak around Assassin's Creed style of game where you you were like a gold slave that, yeah. that was taken in by the Roman Empire and you're like in Rome and you had to try and escape the empire to try and go back to your, into your home and stuff like that. like that so do i feel would have Spartacus been a better game. The video game fuck it yeah why not huh that would have been really cool nice. um well 
I was going to say, you know, an aside to, you know, a lot of people consider Connor to be like one of the worst Assassin's Creed uh, assassins um, is, is a lot of people's opinion that I've seen because he's so stoic. And so um, I don't know. Serious, I guess. Stern. Um, Can you blame him? Because they like. I mean, like, so like he's kind of following up because okay, so so we had so we had uh, Altair, then we had uh, Ezio, and then was it Connor after that, or was it Kenway then Connor? Connor, Connor would have been right Kenway. after. Uh, okay, because I I've Kenway completely forgotten. Yeah, Kenway was his dad. Father? Yeah, I've completely forgotten. Yeah, I completely forgot about Kenway. Mm-hmm. Anyways. People wanted Ezio, who's like fun, and he like he like fucks bitches and gets money. Uh, Italian okay. pimp daddy. Yeah, I actually actively don't like uh, Ezio. I I booted up number two, and I was like, Oh, this guy. Kenway a was whack. his grandpa. I'm out. Oh yeah, he's crazy. Oh okay. Yeah, and like Altair, uh, like Altair was basically like a weed smoking ninja. I liked Altair. I didn't like Ezio. Um, I I uh, and I played three, and I played three on the Wii U because you know Wii U. We had to have fine games to play, <laughs> right? Um, but I was interested because also Native American, right? So um, a lot, and I saw a lot of criticism for his mentality about things and like that kind of thing. I'm like, dude, no. Like I've been I've been at tribal meetings. There's like thirty of those people <laughs> at my tribe. Like it's just. It's just, you know, that is not that unusual to be like a stern, quiet, and very reserved person. And also the simmering anger boiling underneath the whole time. Like, it is not an an unusual representation uh, in in my experience, right? And in in my own (laughs) experience with with, uh, my own tribe. But like... I mean, I learned some wacky stuff in my tribe. I'll tell you what. Um, okay. There was there was this guy. Uh, he was like this. Like, he was a very, very stern, very quiet guy. But you got him going. He was really relatable and kind and that kind of stuff. His name was uh, Chongo. And Chongo was like... He was like... He was like Connor to the team. <laughs> like... <laughs> um... I was just like, wow. Yeah, that's no this is the, the, if 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 Chongo wasn't like 70, yeah, that's 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 Chongo right there. <laughs> um So yeah, you know. I don't know. I don't have much else to say about the topic honestly. Um I just wanted to have a discussion because it's like I was a little confused, like a little bit because yeah. the biggest thing that I saw, again, that I had a problem with is people being like, no, you can't talk about it because you're not one of those people. And I'm like, well, then it never gets talked about. Yeah. Yeah. That, what's that the, would what's be the, the alternative? Issue. Like, I think the issue like, is I, the I, context. You know, like, it, really, it, it's all about, I, like, I you mean, know, there's... like, what point of, Amer- of Native American history do you want to tell? Like, what's the story that you want to tell, you know? Um and how well are you going to tell it? Um, I mean, I there's there's um, there's a really well liked play here in in my area in Chillicothe, and and for for context, Chillicothe um, is a representation of the word city in Algonquin. Um, 
it was a city for for natives in this area and you know got colonized here in ohio so um and there is a play about my tribe and specifically about one of my descendants like 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 ancestors (laughs) oh that's cool and it's called Tecumseh, and I am related to Tecumseh. Now, some people may know that name, some people may not, but he was rather... He's like one of the few very well-known Shawnee chiefs. Um, I am not a direct descendant of Tecumseh. I am a direct descendant of his brother, Tetswaka. So... Um, but that play, as much as it wants to celebrate and talk about the settlement and the drama of colonialization in, in Ohio and the Tecumseh and Shawnee, um, how they banded together to fight back and ultimately ended up not being able. So, um, it is also entirely fiction and completely demonizes Tetswaka. Um, I did not know this and I worked as an usher one time, uh, for like a yearbook thing like the yearbook club all worked as ushers so i worked as an usher and i stayed for the whole play and watched it by myself i came out in tears because i was like this is not what happened this is not what happened at all and this is a problem everywhere Mm. for a lot of things right like it's i could i could have possibly uh, you know another whole couple episodes talking about you know, the kind of stuff that, that I've gone through with my tribe and being Native American that has just sucked sometimes. <laughs> like, like I've I've had to deal with things like people straight up just being like, prove to me that you're Native American because you have a beard. It's like, I, I don't... What? what? Well, that's the thing, what? though, is that, you know, not all the traits of a Native American are going to cross over with somebody who... You know, is not. Yeah, and I'm going to use an air quotes because I don't want to be, you know, you know, insensitive or anything. Pure blood. Um, I, I actually oh, have, yeah, no. and that's I have a couple of Métis friends who are blonde hair and blue eyes. You wouldn't think that they had like um a native dad or mom or anything like that. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't think that. You'd think that they were just another white kid. Yeah. It's 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 a strange it's a strange world that we live in. It's a strange, you know, because the political correctness and that kind of stuff can go very wrong. And it's gone very wrong for me a couple times when they're like, "No, you don't have any grounds to stand on because you're not X amount or or X something." And I'm like, "But I mean, I literally my religion up until I was like in high school was Shawnee, like." That's what I wrote down for my religion, like every time, and that's what I one hundred percent believed. Like when the extreme left, you know, gets to the point where they are the ones who are more offensive, more bigoted, and racist than the alt right. Oh my god, what the fuck do we do, man? I have no idea. I don't know which side to stand yeah, on. Yeah, and that's anymore. what I was saying. Like. <laughs> the- this this topic is just inherently political, even if even though maybe we don't want it to be like it's just inherently that way. Um, again, I don't have much else to say um, about this. I guess just be aware this game exists. Mm-hmm. 
if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. Enjoy it quietly. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you don't, you don't. But um, I guess you know, you know my my summary is that yeah, it's there's problems with it and it's problematic. Um, but I think they have a right to make such a thing, and I think they need to do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they do need to be more conscious of what they were getting into. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, like on the same t- coin, I am glad that there is some more representation. Even if it is misrepresentation, at least there's something. Right. And if you want good representation, go watch Blood Quantum. Which, by the way, the concept of having X amount of blood in your uh, is called the Blood Quantum. And that's why it's called that. Okay. That's actually really cool. It's on Shudder. Mm -hmm. That's all I know where it's on. So, uh, anything else tonight? Pan or more? Honestly, all I can say is is that moderation is really the key factor in all of this. You know, just be a little bit more open-minded. You know, be willing to give... A little bit, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of compromise. And, you know, just if there's any, like, sort of issue that you have with somebody politically, honestly, just you can disagree, but, you know, respectfully disagree. And then you can provide citation for the reasons why you see things the way that you do or whatever. But, I mean... I'd, al- I'd also like to add to that morgue is listen. Mm-hmm. listening. Most people just don't even listen to each other. Yeah, listening is an important factor, you know, because if everybody's talking yeah. all at once, no, nobody's being heard, you know. There's a kitty. Oh, <gasps> that's Beerus. Hello, how are you today? <laughs> He's good. Well, anyways, yeah. I mean, like, that's really all I can say is that moderation is key in life, you know, and... Being able to be a little bit more accepting and a little bit more tolerant of things. I tried to get Blinky over here. She's not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, screw off. I'm tired. Uh, uh, Anyways, so, yeah, a little more heavy episode. I'm sorry. I felt like I was on a grandstand the whole time. (laughs) Now I'm just hungry. You guys had to go and talk about bison burgers. God damn it. I made some really awesome. I had some recently. I'm gonna post a picture of that awesome pork chop that I I barbecued myself yesterday. I made people hungry. So yeah, um, next week hopefully we will be talking about Monster Hunter Rise and Um, and the the movie. Not Rise, the the movie. movie, the the Paul W S Anderson masterpiece. Uh, Okay, let me level with you guys, and I'll talk about this next week. A lot of people really hate some of the movies that he made that I really love. 100%. I love Soldier. There were a couple of stinkers that he made, but I mean, he also made AVP, which was not a bad movie, even though some of the action sequences were very shortly cut together in such a way that it was very chaotic. Oh, you mean like all of the Avengers movies? All of them? Yeah. Where you get confused where you are at any point in a fight? Yeah. Um... Yeah, so anyway, so we'll we'll uh we'll be talking about that uh next week and obviously more Monster Hunter Rise and also um it would have been Ace's turn to pick the monster, so I'm gonna pick. Ooh, what you gonna pick? 
Uh, I'm going to talk about... I want to talk about one that's uh, maybe a little more controversial. Oh, is it going to be Plesioth? It's going to be Plesioth, yes. Okay, let's talk about it. Why not? Yeah, I know. It's going to be everyone giving it an F and me giving it an S. I, <laughs> I understand. Hardly, hardly. Plesioth <laughs> is not the worst one in the game. There are way worse monsters in in the series than Plesioth. Yeah, like King Shakalaka. Or World Lavasioth. Ugh. Ugh. Gross monster. I really hate Plesioth. <laughs> he's, he, you know what? There, there is one. I, I can't speak to King Shakalaka because I didn't fight him. But I, 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 I find, I find that uh, the the premise of him a bit offensive. But uh, Plesioth, you know, he ranks above Cephadrome is what I'll, is how I'll put it. Mm-hmm. And he certainly ranks above Duran Moran. Really, you don't like Duran Moran? Oh no, that guy can go die in a hole. Ooh, nobody likes unicorns. Oh, okay. In the sea. We're talking about we're talking about the the, the sand Moran, unicorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the sand whales. They can yeah. both go die in a in a hole. Both of them. Narwhals, narwhals, swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion, cause they are so awesome. Narwhals, narwhals, swimming in the ocean, pretty big and pretty wide, <laughs> beat a polar bear in a fight, like an underwater unicorn, they gotta kick a special horn, they're the Jedi of the sea, they stop Cthulhu eating ye. Um, Google thinks I'm trying to look up this guy named Darren Morin, who's apparently the owner of the <laughs> Fiji Water Company. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's d-a-h-r i know i know okay okay oh my god <laughs> you guys are making my okay. jaw muscles hurt so much because i've been smiling this whole fucking time oh my god even the chat you're responsible for the pain of my enjoyment i i suffer in this enjoyment oh god my face hurts so much from doing the whale song? No, from smiling this whole song? time. Oh my god, my cheek muscles oh. hurt so much. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Gotta get used to smiling more and more. Yeah, I need to, yeah. I'm just like a such a relaxed face when I'm at home. I've got I've got like 150 hours of smiling called Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> Somewhere like around 50, but that's yeah. because I've been restricting myself to like oh. two to three hours oh. a day, and that's it. And then I'll have like long. I figured for... out how to switch, fix my switch issues mm. and Emery's. Really? Because we had the che- the checking for software every time we booted up a game. Oh. You have to deactivate the old console, so it just does it on the old console. And I'm like, cool, that's cool. But what happens if the console's dead? Figured out. You can go on Nintendo's website and once a year deactivate a console. Ah. So I deactivated the dead console that won't allow me to switch it over, and now Emery can now play Minecraft in the car. Oh which joy! She cried about on the on the whole way two hours home last week. It won't happen again this week. So, yay! So yeah. So uh, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Uh, a little bit of a heavier and quieter episode, uh, and less about Monster Hunter today, but. I don't know. It it felt I felt like I needed to talk about it because I felt like there were some things that needed to be said on on both ends, like both bad and like, hey, maybe you know, 
maybe we could get you know give these ideas a chance if it was a better idea maybe but like you know um it was i don't know i i felt like i needed to say something no 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 this was a good wholesome episode in my opinion you know we had some laughs we had some heavy moments yeah it was worth it thanks for listening thanks for sticking around uh we'll catch you next week if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Hunters Hub Pod. Um, I recently broke 300 followers. That's fun. Oh, uh, nice. Um, that's cool. The podcast is doing really well. We got 300 listeners on our last episode. Oh, wow. So or two episodes ago, I should say. Um, because, yeah, Rise is super popular. And, yeah, of course, we're going to have a drop-off at some point. But, hey, you know, enjoy the, enjoy the ride while it lasts. Ooh. And, uh... <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... And I'm going to, you know, hop off and do some more Great Izuchi crown hunting. So, probably. Or I might just help people and never make my goals and just get a 700 hours in the game. I might join you. And, uh... Okay. Um... So, uh, yeah... Hunter Sub Pod on Twitter. Uh, we got the Twitch channel here, obviously at Hunter Sub Pod. Uh, if you're listening afterwards, uh, and then join the Discord. Mm-hmm. We're doing another giveaway. We leave links for that all the time. Yeah, we're doing another giveaway. Uh, we're doing that next week. Uh, same thing, same delo- digital deluxe edition because uh, he also got the same card in his special edition Switch that he doesn't need. So. Um, there you go. Doesn't have a use for it, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all right, have a good night. And Morg, where can we find you? Well, you can find me. I changed my tag uh, from uh, Morgan at Hey Three I, to I saw. Morg Diddy. So it is. <laughs> it is capital M Morg zero Diddy. capital O R G and then capital D Iddy I D D Y. Morg Diddy. Morg Diddy with a zero. Got it. Because Diddy Kong is based. I mean, yeah. He's good. I mean, if I knew what based was. It means yeah. cool. It means awesome. Radical. Totally tubular. Is this tubular. like this stupid, stupid thing where people were calling birds? What was it? Burb? Burb? Burbs? Yeah, there you go. Fortuan, Fortuan, we're having an Abe Simpson moment where uh, we used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Anyways, uh, no, based is what the kids say now instead of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with based. I'm not okay with burb. Because that sounds like suburban. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about suburbans for? Okay. I hate the term like, spoopy. It's dumb. <laughs> it's spooky. Not spoopy. It's like, you're poopy. It's like cute spooky. <laughs> you're poopy. <laughs> you say spoopy, you're poopy. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Anybody who's spooky is uh, <laughs> uh, You can find me on the Discord um, because I don't social media much. There you go. Uh, Alright. Have a good night, folks. And uh, hopefully we'll start to see what the new monsters are soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Laters. Bye-bye.